0: Uh, Welcome back all to whichever category suits you best. The Macca's run. uh, We do it all for the MyMacca's Rewards, which has arrived. Earn rewards with every Macca's run. You can order via the MyMacca's app and start earning today. Hey, uh, Sam Landsberger is ready and rearing to go. So apologies if you just hold on the line and we will get to the quiz straight after we've spoken to Sam Landsberger, just juggling juggling, uh, a couple of things. But uh, he has been good enough to jump on the Harcourts open line. Your move, your Harcourts. A couple of big stories getting around um, one of which I think for him is uh, is breaking at the moment. So he might even be able to give us uh, a little heads up on what that is. But it was great to get Sam on the show, a series of stories that he has been writing about the state of umpiring Um, in Aussie Rules footy, more specifically the state of women in umpiring. He broke the story about the uh, Steve Hocking Commission report that uh, hadn't gone anywhere near as far uh, up the chain of command as we would have hoped, and it detailed the shameful and horrendous treatment of over 27 female umpires. Uh, The fallout to that report and how few people read it in its entirety continues, and then in a further slap in the face, um, the, the, uh, the, the horrible experiences that those women had to endure um, aren't being factored in to the women and girls action plan that the AFL is putting together those stories have been followed up with um, the treatment of Eleni Gluftis um, where the state of the bounce currently is and the experiences of uh, female umpire Jordan Pearson uh, to the conditions that the umpires themselves are facing Sam Landsberg has been following it through it is a big issue in the game and hopefully one that would have been discussed at the commission meeting today G'day to you Sam Sam,
1: very, uh, very well wrapped up. Now, thanks uh, for having me on. It's uh, great to chat.
0: Been following this along in the Herald Sun, mate, and you've been doing a brilliant job of shining a light on this. Um, for some people. You know, I've always said that when that story came out, I said this is an example we shouldn't be surprised when umpires have always been viewed as second-class citizens for the entire history of the game and there's still unfortunately a section of the community that sees women in the same light as second-class citizens. We shouldn't be surprised that these stories are happening, but we should be absolutely ashamed that they are. What, what's the latest uh, f- from from your perspective? And, and it seems to that the story now is... Um, just continuing to roll on, uh, from what you understand, has, this, has what you've been writing about made it to, to what would have been tabled today for the AFL Commission meeting?
1: Uh, look, I think that the Women and Girls Action Plan, which Robert Ald's department at the AFL has been putting together, I think that has been factored in um, a lot of the recommendations that were made in the report that we published, I think, two weeks ago. So from that point of view, yes, I, I think it is a, a relevant discussion paper at the commission level. But to your, your point there about how you highlight that, you know, we are ashamed that this exists, but it shouldn't be a surprise given the the second-class nature, to use the words of umpires, I think the most staggering part of the report was the fact that so much of this abuse and harassment actually occurred not from over the fence, but from but from male colleagues. Yeah. It
0: was coaches, yep. it
1: was fellow umpires who were, um, who were who were guilty of just some horrific incidents, and um, the bravery of the 27 participants um, in that report to to tell their stories with such open uh, honesty and candidness and then f- following up from that, the, um, the selection of community umpires who have actually said, well, hang on, now that I've, I've got a voice, I want to stand up and tell my story in the hope that we can make a lasting change. Uh, I, I just think so much credit has to go to um, the, the courage that these that, that, that young girls and women have showed. And... Um, yeah, all the response I've received over the last two weeks, which is quite unusual in my job. It's usually a lot of negative feedback. But to, re- to receive so many responses of people optimistic that this will actually create a, a positive impact on community and um, on umpiring across Australia, but um, yeah, more broadly in society, it's been really heartwarming and encouraging. And hopefully the AFL can follow through now and um, action these 11 recommendations and create a, a safer working environment for umpires across Australia.
0: You, you've, you've gone uh, now, the, the, the story has been continuing to evolve and just going from a couple of tweets that you've uh, put out uh, in, uh, in the last 24 hours, one is about Alini Gluftis being a KPI for the umpiring department. This is a quote that you're using mm-hmm. from your story in the tweet and uh, it's disgusting to use someone like that. What kind of coach puts an athlete in a position like that and then not provide any pathway of, or support underneath it? Just give us the background on, on this side of the story.
1: Yeah, look, I, I think this is a really relevant one. I think this is probably a view that no one said that a lot of people in the umpiring community have felt for a long time. And I, I guess I, I think the most important to make important to make in regards to Alini is the fact that she made her AFL debut five years ago. She umpired men's preseason games six years ago. So it's quite staggering that five, six years on from a really historic moment in our game mm. that we have this report on, um, which, which has documented sexual abuse and harassment in the pathways. So when the AFL pushed her up five years ago... Um, Five years on uh, it's it 's no surprise that no one 's followed her because there 's so much abuse and a toxic culture beneath that well, uh, it's just it 's just not realistic that there 's going to be um, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, other women able to follow in their footsteps and that 's unfortunately meant that Alini is just so recognisable. Every mm. decision, I think Daisy Pierce articulated this on your radio station really yep. well. Uh, every mistake she makes, it's not, oh, it's the umpire, it's, oh, it's Alini. And 90% of umpires are probably anonymous um, because they all blend into the one basket. But Alini has been forced to to carry the can from, from an entire gender. And a lot of that's because the pathways underneath, nothing's been done to create a safer environment. So there's just nothing coming through. And um, Jordan Pearson made a VFL debut on the weekend. I think there's two female umpires in the in the waffle, but if we're being realistic, we're probably a long way um, from seeing another female field umpire at AFL level, and that's really disappointing. And the AFL, um, in the response to to our reporting, has thrown out this 40% figure. And um, when I asked the report's author, Damien Anderson, about that figure last week, 40% representation. female umpires across australia i mean he pointed out that that's that's greater than the number of uh, players five years into the aflw um venture so it it just seems quite um quite whimsical and um, i think there's going to a lot of work's going to need to be done it's going to have to be some radical change to get to 40 percent because right now we're at 10.8 percent we're at 2% Two percent, roughly, in the AFL, um, and that the AFL hasn't even put a, a, a timeline to it. Which, uh, yeah, which is surprising. And I think before we start talking about percentages, it's more about just trying to change behaviours and cultures and make a safer place for for these young girls and women to go to work every Saturday and throughout the week.
0: Uh, yeah, one hundred percent right. Um, and it it is. I think it's such an important piece, of, a set of stories that you, you've been writing. Um, it, it is a great shame on the umpiring fraternity, the, the behaviours and actions of those men within the community umpiring system for the way that these women have been treated. Um, and, and to and to know why now through your reporting that um, we're not getting more women staying within it and working through what is a really a, a pretty undefined and not a strong enough pathway at the best of times, given that the umpiring at the highest level isn't a full-time professional gig. So it's made even harder when when experiences like this occur. One of the things that you think might help make it easier for for female umpires coming through, which would also be a massive um, welcome relief for a lot of the male umpires as well, is the idea that we get rid of the bounce. And you've written a a story about that uh, today, Sam.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, it's not one of the 11 recommendations made and I I think it's, it's clearly more more urgent that we get gender friendly change rooms etc action in community grounds across Australia but it was really interesting to note that when Jordan Pearson who we spoke about a a little bit earlier when she made her VFL debut uh, I think last week in the Essendon Box Hill game at Windy Hill she was given an exemption not to bounce now I put that to the AFL on Monday I heard back last night that that they actually said it was because of the conditions on the day but um, I find that quite hard to believe because I was aware of the exemption about four days before she umpired that game so it clearly wasn't conditions based um the the, the two male umpires who officiated that game with her they, they started the game by bouncing the ball there were i think one umpire had three recall bounces so a quarter time and a half time they said well let's just throw it up because it was uh, quite slippery but i mean jordan was told um so she was given the option several days out that you don't have to bounce if you don't want to. And I think that's great. I think that's something that we should be embracing. And um, to read in the report that some girls uh, have been coached incorrectly, they've been taught a man's technique when, it, uh, when that's a, a skill that should be executed differently for, uh, for the other gender, um, I just think it's, it's just a simple step we can take towards clearing one of the potential barriers um, towards promoting not only Female umpires, but also getting the best male umpires. I yep. mean, how many of the best adjudicators are held back because they, you know, that they, they don't, they can't elevate the, they can't generate enough elevation in, the, in their bounces, or um, you know, it's not one of their strengths. I mean, I, I know one example. I think in a, in a state league grand final in 2019. Um, there was a robust discussion because probably that the best umpire was left out because he wasn't the best bouncer. Now, if you're a footy fan and you go along to watch your team on a Saturday, do you want um, umpires making the best decisions or... Um, you know, sending it 30 metres up directly in the air. I mean, I know what I would choose and I think most footy fans would agree that we want the best decision makers and this just seems like a no-brainer. Most of the umpires are, are really passionate about this. They, they want it to go and um, I thought when they made the exemption last week for Jordan it was a step in the right direction even though they they won't say it themselves.
0: And we've, we've been hearing about this for a while that there's a lot of the men that don't want this anymore either and even, I mean, Ray Chamberlain, Who's probably apart from Alini got the highest profile amongst the umpires. Um, he spoke about the fact that when he came under fire for you know oh he's not a good enough bouncer, he's actually bounce um, accuracy percentage was ninety percent. Um, so wow. it, it, so even the, the the umpires that are t- uh, we we believe to be the worst at it um, are still going at a percentage far and away greater than what uh, the best kicks in the AFL kick for goal. So. Um, what, what are the other what, Just for people who aren't aware Sam We're speaking to Sam Landsberg of the Herald Sun He's written an incredible series of articles on uh, The state of umpiring and more specifically The state of women in umpiring um, What are the recommendations for those who aren't aware
1: Oh, look, it's, if you go to the Herald Sun website, you can actually download the full PDF, um, the 62-page document. I don't have them in front of me, but I know some of the key ones where obviously the the, the, the gender-friendly change rooms and I yep. think um, a centralised reporting tool so that um, incidents of which have been documented in, in the report um, can be, properly documented and, and and dealt through um oh, look I don't have the document in front of me and, and it's too important to, to not get letter perfect so no, that's uh, a, well, in your all the, all the in letters. your mind yeah. though
0: apart from the change rooms what are a what what one for you stands out in the research you've done and everything that you've uncovered uh, apart from having you know their own change facilities what other uh, one that do you think that's crucial
1: oh it's just culture it's yep. just culture it's changing behaviors it's yep. changing Um, You know, it's like uh, there's so much uh, questions about the selection of merit, which which just shouldn't be there. There's uh, so much of it is behavioural. It's just so archaic, some of the behaviours and and attitudes that have been documented. I think so much of it is that. So that's why I think it's really healthy to be... In the public light, I mean, let's face it, the AFL wasn't going to publish this report if we didn't. Um, So it's all well and good to invest money and get the change rooms up to scratch. But unless it's in the public domain and we're having these healthy conversations, we're probably not going to change behaviours. So I think that is the crux of it. And just to throw back on the bounce quickly again, the feedback from that story today from a lot of umpires, both, uh, at the top level and lower levels, has been really strong. That you know, some of them lose sleep before games because they're so worried about their first bounce. You know, that throughout the game they're um, they're distracted, their decision making suffers because they're anxious about getting that skill right. So I think that's another important point to make: read the bounce, and it's actually the, the mental burden that it would that it would be removed for umpires in the middle of games if and before games if we if we if we take away that requirement, I think would also um, you know, uh, consequently, probably deliver better, better adjudicators as well. So that was probably one point I should have made before as well.
0: No, absolutely, and I think it's a great point that you make, and we get. When I say you know, open the show up with you know what, and, and we've been doing it all day on the station. If you were able to be at that AFL Commission meeting, what's number one on the agenda? And so many people put umpires and the whole dissent thing, and they're sick of the inconsistencies in decisions. I think for those people who get so upset by what they believe is 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 poor umpiring, to hear you say that it's actually affecting, it's getting so ingrained and and, and in the psyche of the player of the umpires and messing with them to the point where it's actually affecting the way that they adjudicate on the decisions out on the field then i reckon it's a no-brainer if the umpire the people that do the job are telling us that they'll do it far better if you remove this one little thing and i know the tradition so i'm happy for it to start the game in the quarters and then yeah let them throw it up because it, it would seem like a no-brainer um, if we actually listen to the people that are, that are doing the job hey sam it's been a great series of articles and i feel like you've probably got a few more to come i understand you're working on something today uh, anything you can let us in on
1: uh, not at the moment. Uh, it's, it's not umpiring related, though. I'll, I'll tell you that much. So it's a, it's a different topic, but it's a, I think it's a pretty important story. And um, Yeah, still just trying to pull it all together, but we'll hopefully have it
0: online very shortly. Good on you, mate. Thanks so much for joining us. Nah, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. All the best. Sam Landsberger from the Herald Sun. Uh, if you haven't read... G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play.